Okay guys, um, again thanks for taking the time to download and checking in with us. Uh, on this podcast I'm actually interviewing Katie Cockrell, our brand manager. This was obviously at the request of Alex at the end of the last podcast and something I think I'm going to do going forward. So look forward to the end of the podcast and see who's going to be on the next. On with the podcast. So on this week's podcast, we've got Katie, our brand manager. Um, how long have you been on the account now? Three years now. Three years. Time flies, doesn't it? Don't feel like that long that like I've been on the account. But yeah, we have about similar times then. Yeah, literally very similar timing. So yeah, yeah. three flies. years in the world of Sports Direct. Time flies at Sports Direct <laughs> and flies even faster when you're in lockdown. So start of every podcast, give you 60 seconds to tee yourself up almost and tell the people okay. something about yourself um you tell them a lot a little or mm-hmm. in between it's up to you really so go on in 60 seconds um, tell us something about you okay um so i'm i'm katie brand manager on the sports direct um account so i started with nike in 2011 so next year will be my 10 years which is exciting um started at ntl uh nike town london as head coach two was my my role so I was um leading VMS in the, the creative team in there just before 2012 Olympics which was amazing oh, wow. um so that was good um when I first started um prior to that um I was working at Habitat um doing um their interiors and um their catalogues and and working the region of their stores between Leicester and Scotland so I was always traveling quite a lot we love Habitat we had a Habitat in Cardiff we used to go oh. and just look at what our house could look like yeah I loved it it was amazing and their sample sales were amazing so when they did it they kind of sold things off for like two quid <laughs> and uh, I remember going down into London and I still lived in Milton Keynes at the time and going home on the train with uh, a, a towel ladder and a chair and the amount of people on the way home saying you didn't need to bring your own chair for the train uh-huh. and I was just like oh that's really not yeah. funny the 70th time you've heard it but um, but yes yeah, so I worked at Habitat um, uh, prior to that and um, then before that was Arcadia um, for three years and then I started off um, career-wise and um, was visual merchandising in H&M um, I think I wanted to get into it when um, I used to go down my local high street where I, I'm from in Stony Stratford and, and paint the, the windows in the little um, shops in the windows and people used to go, oh, who did the painting and ask me to do other ones and I used to like doing all the displays. So I think that kind of what spurred me on into the avenue that I'm in now. But now um, obviously went to NTL with Nike and then started off as the um, head coach there. And then went on to the UK brand team um, and then been on SD as brand manager for the last three years. I live in Silverstone. Um, I have a 10 year old boy, Stanley, and I live with my partner, John. He's a farrier. So he kind of deals with the oldest shoes there ever was. And I work for the like, latest innovation brand of shoes, which I always try and tell people. Um, it's not really like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah you're, so... like, you're the cutthroat of innovation. <laughs> 
it's the bedrock of innovation. Exactly. And well, it's quite good, actually. We've been together like coming up for eight years now, and I've always wanted him to teach me how to make one. So this weekend just gone, I was in the forge and he, from a straight bit of steel, and I made my first horseshoe this weekend. So um, yeah, amazing. Honestly, my arms are killing now after like go putting it all in the fire and making it all on the anvil and everything. But um, yeah, I did my first shoe. <laughs> Listen, I tell you what, you, you just said that and something came to my mind. It just probably just shows how childish I am. I never realised they shaped them. I, for some reason, in my head, thought that the metal came out that way. <laughs> so they cut it that way. <laughs> I never thought it was a straight bit. And they've <laughs> yeah, no, they do, they do have kind of some pre-made ones now. Um, and then you can do handmade shoes. But That's more of an insight to my mind than uh, yeah. most people probably realise they are shaped. But no, that was amazing. So that was really good. But uh, yeah, and I think my 16 minutes is up. But um, yeah, in Silverstone, um, yeah. big car enthusiast. Um, love my home and we've just done a lot of building and stuff like that at the house so uh, yeah it's a bit so, lovely, so, you know? so i i live not far from a race a racetrack i say a racetrack it's mm-hmm. it's less than a mile round, but it's like a little go-kart track really but when they have races there on the weekend like motorbike races if i can hear the noise and stuff because yeah. it's just across a little kind of dip in the in the, in, the, in the countryside i imagine yours must absolutely you must be yeah. able to hear like, like race cars yeah. it's like always like the old cars on the classic days sound amazing but when it's f1 weekend um if the wind's in the right direction particularly as well it is just insane but Genius. um yeah it's an it's an amazing village to to live in and everyone can't get out or get in um at those weekends so um we just uh, have barbecues in the garden and get incredibly drunk at the pub which is great so yeah, that's, um yeah that's the good thing with like that kind of villagey feel to things you kind of everyone just goes accepts it happening yeah. gets involved and looks forward to it. Comes well, this year they're doing it behind closed doors, so they are still doing it this year, but um, it's just mm. going to be that I'll probably be the closest that anyone... I was about to say, it's behind closed doors. You're technically a spectator because you could open yeah. the doors and it'd be like <laughs> round sound. It'd be unbelievable. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Love Silverstone. Um, but, yeah, that's me, really. I'll tell you one thing I asked some, some of the other guys on one of the calls and I found it quite interesting because I'm not... I would class myself as someone who's not well-travelled. <laughs> <laughs> they a few people were and i just wondered are you someone who's traveled a lot and if you are where have you gone that you really would like to go back to um i think traveling obviously a lot with has been probably more so through work than anything yeah. but um i went to um i always love rome um and i'm quite i like all my arts and stuff like that i studied yeah. at school and and going to things like sistine chapel was amazing and love all of that and and just realizing how beautiful the buildings are and things. I always love those kinds of city breaks, but I am a massive uh, beach fan as well. Mm-hmm. Love all of the Caribbean and going onto those holidays where all you need to work out is what cocktail you want or when you fancy <laughs> having something to eat next. I'm also kind of that end of the spectrum as well. But lately, our travel obviously is all on stop, but our plans this year, Stanley's a huge roller coaster enthusiast. Ah, so he's, he mapped out, we were going to four places in Europe this year, which have all been cancelled. But uh, yeah, so we're going to roller coasters in Europe is our next holidays. Um, and we'll do US once he's a little bit older so that he doesn't do all of the top ones straight away. But uh, <laughs> dread, dread, dreading it when my kids start when they go on roller coasters. My wife will put her foot down and say, I'm not doing it. You go on it. And I'm here to heights. It's going to be terrible. Well, John's, John loves um, roller coasters. I'm terrified. But yeah. because out of sheer 
mum enthusiasm I've had to push through the fear factor and now I'll go on anything because um I've just been forced to but um it's actually quite a lot of fun so yeah Stanley's a massive roller coaster geek <laughs> yeah my wife pointed this out to me I'm scared of heights I have done a parachute jump though but again I don't really see that as being conquering your fear that's just falling oh, out of the plane yeah but that's I was, I was as scared I thought I was gonna die of a heart attack but oh my god I that's ter- I couldn't do that couldn't do that that's terrifying Dave <laughs> <laughs> so listen obviously you said like you said you're quite quite kind of creative etc as well mm-hmm. so now we talk about your job a little bit and i suppose obviously have you found do you do you find yourself still able to be creative or have you kind of because obviously you're more managing the team are you still mm-hmm. able to do as much creative work as you'd like or would you um still- i think um I still, because I'm working with people who are incredibly talented and the team are amazing and super, super, I love hearing their ideas and all of the things that they like to do. Um, I think I am less so now um, than I was perhaps in the days of being in Nike town and, and things, but at the same time on this account, because there wasn't necessarily a huge team doing marketing beforehand, we've been able to kind of create something from scratch, which is, really nice so I think working with an agency or working with the account to kind of think things from the beginning is is super creative so it has its different nuances really but um I try and enjoy as much as I can with the team but then also let they have the great creative freedom with this account to do um lots of new things opposed to it being quite um copy paste where it can be with other accounts yeah definitely yeah. definitely and then we've seen a big change in that in the last uh well the last three years ironically there's <laughs> <laughs> um, a question i found interesting as well and people like you can give me a nike answer you can give me a straight bat if you want or you mm. can give me your honest answer if you could pick yourself up and drop yourself into any role now this takes out of the equation family life anything so you could go anywhere and it would work out so it's just what role would you like to do in Nike or anything? In Nike and then outside of Nike. So obviously, if you want to be an astronaut, we can't accommodate that within our hierarchy. But <laughs> outside, you could. So yeah, within um, Nike and without. But don't like don't limit it because then obviously with families and stuff that then yeah, yeah. And stuff. Take all that out of the equation. That would just work out. Yeah. You could put yourself anywhere. It could be any role. I think um, sat in a. Um, art studio design in some of the footwear would be just like without any restraints. Mm-hmm. So I don't want any of the complications of what heights or measurements it needs to be. I just want it to look lovely. So yeah. um, I, just with nice. a creative brain, just to kind of get some massive sketch pads in front and materials and things and just be like that. I think if I was in that team, that would just be a dream job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for That'd sure. That would be definitely good. Yeah. And what about outside of Nike? Would it still be? Um, I think um, I've always, like I've, used lockdown a little driver? bit <laughs> what what's yeah of course yeah Any yeah job? oh in mass i love my cars so yeah if i could just um have uh a, just a car collection to look at every day that would be quite nice but um, golf then have you seen ian poulter's car collection the, the no. golf the clear the way to have a really good car collection oh wow no i haven't i have to look <laughs> at that um but i think if outside i um i think just one of the things i've personally been trying to do is and lockdown's helped but I started doing a little children's book, an illustration book. Um, and it's always sat there getting dusty. And I've finally got to the stage probably now where I've got other things done that I've always wanted to get done, like job-wise and things that I want to get that finished. So once things do go back to some level of normality, I would like to have come out of it with that done. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think um, anything else, I mean, John, I've always had the dream of kind of going to move to Shropshire, actually. Um, and uh, he's always wanted to have his own fishery lake. So if uh-huh. I can have something 
along the lines of some glamping pods and stuff like that. I think we'd kind of join forces right. and do something quite fun like that in the future when we uh, get a bit older and greyer. <laughs> Unfortunately, you say the future. I reckon I was saying this something the other day. I think coming out of this, camping is going to be the on vogue thing. People are just going to want to spend time together in a stripped yeah. back environment and that's Definitely. what everyone seems to enjoy so now's the time there you go see yeah so uh shropshire is in the not quite in wales too much but um but yeah i used to go to wales every year with my dad on holiday so a fun yeah. place that neck of the woods dave big fan Love wales. good old wales they haven't messed about they? they got forest no about. they know exactly what they're doing or it's happening um so then we talk about if we talk a little bit about coronavirus obviously talk then about it's enabled you to get things done mm. i tell you what someone said to me the other day and I thought it was quite poignant and it kind of it stuck with me quite a lot because I think we've noticed this and I'm trying to encourage my wife to see this and it's hard sometimes to see but when we used to plan our days prior it would be right you're going to work I'm going to take the kids to school and I'll make okay. some lunch yeah everything is very kind of factual what do we need to achieve in the day and then what we've noticed now is the one thing we look forward to every day is at four o'clock we go for a walk together yeah and that's like we so look forward to doing that mm. but pre-lockdown we'd be trying to fit that in yeah whereas i said we need to try and get to the end of lockdown where that's the first thing we plan and then everything else rolls around it because that's the thing that makes you feel good makes you feel happy etc yeah. the rest of the things should then fit around that not i only yeah. do that if i can yeah 100 so, because that's the big thing i've taken from lockdown is learning to prioritize those things better yeah. and i just wonder from a lockdown perspective a anything you're using to cope because <laughs> As much as we say, oh, yeah, I love spending time with the family and kids, I do. But then there are times where <laughs> I have to go and hide myself in my study for a while and just pretend to do work. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, B, how's how's a day look for you as well? Um, I think uh, again, like with as you mentioned with the walk, I think with Stanley when um, he goes and spends a couple of days in the week with his dad, but when he's home, I I really look forward to we make a plan for the week. So yeah. he knows the things he gets emailed from the school every week um the things he needs to achieve and and i let him actually build the day so that he actually goes yeah. right i'll do this this he knows he has to get it all done but he does it in the order that he wants to do it so i haven't got to go yeah. through trying to persuade him to do it which is which is good That's but good. i think he loves going out on his bike so he goes out on his bike we look forward to going out and doing that together and when we're in the village we've lived here for five years we have gone to find out different streets and places that we've never walked down or drove down uh -oh. before so we've tried to go on different adventures um in in that respect but try to monday and fr to friday when it's kind of work days get up and get ready to go as though I'm going to go out the door. I think it really helps because yeah. then at the weekend when I don't kind of get up with an alarm clock and get dressed as though I'm going to go to work, it feels like a day off where you're just slopping about and um, feels like a proper day off. So yeah. those are like tiny little things, but going out is, is really good. I think those days where you feel you've got a lot to do, when you don't, you feel worse the next day for not doing it. So yeah, um, yeah for sure. We've had to overcome the rain. My wife thinks she's made a paper. So whenever it rains at all, she's like, we can't go for a walk today. It's raining. I say, you really enjoy the walking now, don't you? So can we just put a coat on and see how we... Oh, but George is George's seven-month-old baby. Again, he's not a, plastic, a paper bag. Like, he'd be fine. He's got a rain cover. Let's use it. Oh, he's no. actually to be honest made stats she's much better now like unless it's her hailing down the rain which it has i know well i must say i probably was a little bit like that when we've been doing the relays that we've been doing as a team oh. and it got to that day i 
think it'd been so warm and so beautiful. And then I got the day, it was my turn when it was absolutely chucking it down. And I went out with the dog and we did our thing, but I felt better for doing it. But yeah, it was, uh, it was fine. fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. So that's pretty much the bulk of the podcast taken care of. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to go through, anything else you want to chat about before. No, no, I think the, the, the relay I mean, I've, I will say that as part of like the SD team, um, I think um, initially you think, oh God, having to do that again. And I've not done running for, I used to run a lot at school right. um, and train like six days a week and do I was in my cross country team so I've gone (laughs) and my dad used to come and cheer me on um everywhere I used to run and I think now when I run because it's just so like abysmal in comparison to how good I was I just look at my results and it's like oh god um but it's been good because um I've had the chance when I've gone out on my own headphones in sometimes mm. just to go out and have a bit of downtime so yeah thanks to you doing that as well and these podcasts have been super fun as well dave yeah well kind of it gives me like i said i can pretend to do work <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why oh. yeah they've been, oh, been good fun and the relay's been like i generally didn't think we'd do more than one time around everyone and everyone just kept going so yeah i don't really kind of input on it at all really i just no, i find good. it super interesting because i if I don't do at least two hours worth of exercise a day, I feel really guilty. And also I consume so many calories that I probably would be the size of a house. <laughs> but historically I've always done that. So it just comes naturally to me. So the fact that like when someone like Lucy suggested, Oh, can, I need something that we need to put something together because I need motivation. It kind of is, I struggle to understand that because I don't know what motivates me to do it. I just kind of just get up and get on with it. But yeah. it's good to then see, because we have got literally a wide spectrum of people yeah but everyone like said chips in and does it for each other so, and yeah, i think I it's nice just... you can do your walk and you can either do a, a, a run um yeah. depending on how you want to do it but also share other things it's been really nice to see the pictures that people share yeah i think it just helps lift people's days because those are the sorts of things you'd be chatting about if you were in the office and yeah. seeing each other face to face so yeah. when someone sends a picture on that group it yeah. may not be loads of response after it and stuff but i think it makes a huge no, difference no. to everyone's day which is really nice yeah yeah like my highlight of that group really was the the, the first night when we video clapping and everyone because oh, yeah, so I was sat there thinking ah oh, the clap I said to my wife the clapping thing has gone a bit like it seems to like we've got to a point now where people seem to have died off a bit where we live like first however many times because we got doctors on our street as well yeah everyone was like out and then it kind of started slowly dying away yeah um so seeing other people's was like quite it's quite a nice way of doing it so yeah oh, really nice no it was uh, it definitely um definitely helps keep me get going anyway so thanks for that <laughs> all right then so here we go then so we're going to go through oh. there are you, you you know how many questions are there are seven yes of you, before yeah. so <laughs> just go from one to another to another the shorter the answer the quicker we get through them all um okay. don't, don't worry there's no you know if you remember down the road, it doesn't matter. No one holds you to these things. But okay. yeah, the number, number one, your proudest moment. Of course, I think everyone said around child. Um, so Stanley for sure. But if it was anything else, I would say passing my driving test and telling my dad. Ah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> your biggest fear. Um, again, very similar. Losing loved ones, of course, is what a lot of people say. But I'd also say perhaps um, my asthma. So I have um, quite bad asthma. So I think that terrifies the life out of me sometimes when that gets oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, your one indulgence. Um, <laughs> Vianetta. <gasps> 
I'm not going to lie, Dave. Another was Yeah, yeah, yeah. and They actually do an XXL one now, which is not great. But um, yeah, so lockdown has introduced Vianetta again. <laughs> I love a Vianetta, yeah. I used to eat it when it wasn't even defrosted. Um, your favourite movie? Um, because I absolutely love Christmas. Santa Claus the movie. Oh, yeah, that's good. That old Yeah. Favourite song? Uh, Warren G. Regulate. Oh, uh, <laughs> so this is it. So, 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 to make sure I say this clearly, you can only watch either films or box sets for the rest of your life. What would you do? Um, so I can watch different films, can't I? Watch different films. Oh, yeah, you can watch films, films or box sets. Films, yeah. I thought it was one film on repeat. No, no, forever, I thought so, I'd clarify um, it because oh, everyone yeah, goes, box sets. Films. No, it's not the films, same film. You can just watch either films or box sets. So films, then from films. a from a from a suggestion perspective, as you said, films, any films that kind of people may or may not have heard of, and oh. you would have put on to make yourself, you know. We watched kind of... um Hunt of the Wilder People. Um yeah, good one. It's on Amazon Prime and it's on Netflix. Oh. But uh, yeah, it's uh that's a good one. Um quite a dry sense of humour in there, but yeah, quite an, a different one to watch. A Hunt of the Wilder People was good. But, it's, um, it's, it's an admission of guilt. I watched Crazy Stupid Love the other day. Oh, congratulations! Amazing. <laughs> like I, 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 I've got a man crush on Ryan Gosling anyway. But that was unbelievable. Oh, that's good. I mean, movie. So wise, good. Yeah, if you want to kind of go through lockdown, go through all of the Marvels oh. again. I'm a huge Marvel movie fan. Go through oh, those for yeah, sure. But, um, we got well, we got Disney Plus because we've got kids. Oh, of course you have. See, there you go. But <laughs> the box sets as well. There's some good box sets. There's some random ones. The Detector. No, it's a very English. No. Oh. Wi-Fi problems. Long pause. I hope you're not faking Wi-Fi problems because you don't want to tell me who you want on the podcast next. Oh, there oh you're go. back. There you I'm go. Back. I was going to say I literally just over-talked instead. There I hope go. you're not Sorry, trying to. Babe. So um, yeah. I hope you're not trying to stall because then the last question we need to know from you before we close: <laughs> Who do you want to hear from next? Who am I? Who shall I podcast with next? Dave, next I would love for you to interview Nikki Robertson. Oh, there we go. Right, Nikki, keep an eye on your inbox. I'll send you a meeting invite. Make sure you protect. Oh, you've paused. You've paused. Hang on. There we go. Can yeah, you hear okay. me? I heard you. I heard you. Yes. Nikki, please. Nikki, Nikki. There you go. Yeah, you're with, you're with me. I'll make it happen. <laughs> oh, there you go. So I would to hear from Nikki. Another long legend on the account with lots of knowledge. I'd love to hear from cool. Nikki next. That's great. Well, thank you for taking the time. Um, I thought oh, it was really you. good, really good fun as well. So hopefully thank people you. will enjoy it. Pick them up if they're feeling down or put a oh. smile on their face while they're sat in the garden because hopefully it's going to be sunny this week. Um, yeah, hot week. Have a good week. I'm just going to stop the recording and I'll... property we're damn good too but you can't be any geek off the street gotta be handy with the steel if you know what i mean earn you keep regulators Mona. it was a clear black night a clear white moon warmer g was on the streets trying to consume some starch for the eat so i could get some phones rolling in my ride chilling all the